Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to the Thistle Scottish Rugby Podcast. Second time we're trying to do this introduction is Matt didn't switch his mic on the first time. For 10 minutes. For 10 no, minutes. It really, It was really high quality, but you guys will never know. So You'll never know how good it was. <laughs> we'll try and replicate it straight away, um, but I'll say hello to Alan. We're in your flat. Thanks for having us over. That's all right. Don't worry. Yeah, That's little nice. Alan Jacobson the cat growing an awful lot. I know. It's a lot more agile than Alan Jacobson. You know, Think about a different name as she gets a bit bigger and... Well, isn't the cat next door called Nonu? The cat next door is, act- <laughs> is actually called Nonu. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe Rob Dewey? Maybe Rob Dewey. Ben Hinshelwood? Yeah. yeah. Like Sounds that. good. Yeah. Um, but no, she's letting her outside now. Causing trouble. <laughs> Causing trouble in the local neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a little segue. Um, thank you very much for coming back. We've been off for the last couple of weeks. Alan was on holiday, so we've not been doing uh, much potting. Uh, we'll get into the news in a little bit. To remind you quickly how you can get in touch with us, that's on Twitter at Thistle Rugby Pod, on Instagram, Thistle underscore rugby underscore pod, or send us an email, thethistlerugby at gmail.com. Why don't we start with GHK, who seem to have struck gold or something. They're signing big names for their coaching staff um, next year all over the place. Peter Wright coming from Barmere, Kevin Bryce joining as a player coach, and Xander Fagerson signing up to help them out as well. What the hell is going on at Old Annie's Land, Matt? Well, I don't really know because I maybe thought when I first heard it that um, a bit more attention was being played to GHK as being like the you know an eventual Super 6 side. Yeah. Because there, so you have still said that they want to expand it to like 8 and 10 teams eventually. Yeah. So there's obviously like there should be space for a Glasgow team, but at the same time, Glasgow Hawks have been like doing a big recruitment drive this summer and getting some pretty decent like, young players in. Um, I imagine Peter Wright wasn't really, you know, a favourite for the Super Six post at Barmere. 
Yeah. It's like, we want you to bind to the SRU style of play. And he's yeah. Like, How about you fuck off? <laughs> yeah. Just buy, buy into the SRU full stop. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Exactly. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, maybe it just felt like sort of a club on the up. You've got the likes of Kevin Bryce and Ferguson getting involved. You think well, I could actually like take them up through the leagues. Kevin Bryce playing in Prem three. It's like genuinely dangerous. <laughs> like, he's too big for that. He's, he's way too big and powerful. You're playing against like young. Like yeah, we like seventeen, eighteen year old yeah, kids exactly. like straight out of school. Yeah, exactly. I've played that level and I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I get murdered. Imagine I was tackle Kevin Bryce. Couldn't do it. You've got quite a lot of weight behind you though, to be fair. That is true, but it's weak weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There's it's a just, difference. It's sort of useless mass. <laughs> yeah, you, no, it can't generate any power. A heavy mass with no core. It's he, like he's like, useless. and then Kevin Rice is like twice as big as you, and it is all power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, he used better. to put up videos on his. Instagram and think of like the weights he could lift in the gym. He was an absolute animal. It's surprisingly with Kevin Bryce because he's he's only thirty. Yeah. So you would have thought that there is a championship club, but I guess maybe he's just like you know what I can do this kind of part time coaching job and then just work. And I think he's a lecky by all accounts. So I think he wants to or a joiner maybe. But I think he wants to keep doing that, and actually he like sees that as his career. So. Keep your hand in with the rugby and then like keep working on that. Maybe it's a bit more attractive lifestyle. Yeah, no, definitely. And also Glasgow Ackies, uh, Rui Jackson's going over there to do a bit of coaching. Nice bit of an- another little string to his bow, adding it to his his gin career. I think uh, DTH not gone to a club as well. Yeah, I, think I can't remember right. who. Um, I, w- I wonder if it's like a don't bring these things up in the middle of no. The I news. just thought I just suddenly thought of it. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it's like um, a sort of directive from Glasgow Warriors, like going out into the community, helping people if you if you want to, and they do seem that quite a few of them are doing, doing you know, bits and pieces. Potentially, yeah. you improve a bit as a player if you coach yeah. people. Um, but I think as well, Rui Jackson's brother, I think, or some sort of, a relative of his, is the coach at Glasgow Ackies, so it makes yeah. sense. Um, and then Tommy Spinks going there as well from Air, which is pretty interesting in the context of Super Six player movement. Yes, and I think it's surprising in a sense because you think he would have stayed at Air maybe, but it's also not surprising when you sort of think that you know, this is a guy with like I think by all accounts a pretty decent career and pretty settled in in Glasgow. Yeah, so like, sort of stepping up to make rugby like a semi-professional part of his life is quite a big commitment, really, for not well, well, possibly not account, a huge amount yeah, exactly. of gain. If you do the maths, like yeah. on average, you're not going to get paid a lot. And yes. You've got to sort of commit to you know a lot more training. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see other developments. I I, I can't wait until the squads get announced. I think it's going to be it's like, going to be so good. To Give see. me that transfer deadline day. <laughs> Jim might Jim might might said he might get involved. <laughs> said he might pop in. I would love that. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd It'd be... make it exciting. Even if you had no vested interest, you'd make it. Transfer deadline day is always really boring. It's always just like Jim White shouting down like the camera about like (laughs) a a a Brentford deal. It's like a Brentford deal, potential loan deal in League One. Yeah, it's like Colo Tori might be going. (laughs) It's like oh, the talks are broken down at the final hour. (laughs) Yeah, he's staying at Man City on a massive wage. Unsurprisingly, we need to to fill some time here. I'm going to make something up live on camera. (laughs) Um, Other news: John Dale has. Step down as head coach of the Scotland Sevens team. He's going to be filling the gap at Glasgow as their forwards coach starting this uh, coming season. Uh, that seems like a pretty decent move for him. Good coach. He's done well with the Sevens. 
He's done okay with the sevens. How long has he been in the sevens job now? Two or three years. Yeah. They've sort of had a, they've got a good start to the season. They've sort of tailed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, a, a wee bit. A little bit. Um, but the chat is, is that he's a hard-edged coach, so maybe that's good. <laughs> I'd, I'd see him. I mean, he that was what he was like as a player. Like, yeah. So it makes more sense probably that he'd be a forwards coach yeah, than sure. a sevens coach. Um, I think he's clearly been on like an SRU fast track. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously been identified as a good, good coach and he's been at London Scottish. He's done the under 20s. Like he's done pretty much all these sort of like gigs yeah, below the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Edinburgh and, and Glasgow. I, I think that, I mean, which is the good thing is, way. yeah, yeah, it's good. It, it shows that they are giving like young guys. I mean, once again, this is someone who was a professional yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like if you have that background, you are probably more likely. I think the only thing is the the timing's a bit odd because he's taking over straight away, I think. Yes. I mean he's he's leaving Scotland Sevens right away, which I don't know, they still have some tournaments to play. Yeah. And Glasgow's are still in these tournaments. I would get it if Glasgow were knocked out and it's like, right, you might as well come in and get up to speed. But does that mean like Humphreys has no role at all in the Glasgow team seems a bit odd when you've potentially yeah. got like two games left. I don't. It's know. the only thing I find a bit, a bit bizarre. Yeah, it's been a bit of a strange one. But best of luck to him. You got any intel on who the new man in the sevens uh, job might be? Uh, well, Mark Palmer was tweeting about it. I think it was a guy called Darren McGrath. I think who comes from a rugby league background, but I can't say I've ever heard of him. Yeah. And by all accounts, there is this rumor that the what's the guy Sean. Sean Wynn. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go back to rugby league. Yeah, I've that been rumor isn't going away. Um, he's made a ma- he has made over a, at Wigan. Made, yeah, or he's, even, made, um, he's made a massive impact. To be fair to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Damien McGrath, a highly experienced cross code coach, has applied has for applied. the vacancy. He has served with England Sevens, Leicester Tiger, and guided both Samoa and Canada to World Series tournament wins. All right. Fair enough. At least he's like a... At least he's got pretty good credits. Yeah. You see the article at the weekend about Johnny Gray? And it was like big in the Sunday Times. Yeah. And there was like one bit in it where he was like, I always wrap my canvas lang tie around the upper handle of my bag. And I was like, oh, that's quite cool. I've been trying to search foes. I don't think he does. <laughs> like, You're calling him out? I, that... be, I can't find a photo of Johnny Gray with a tie around his bag. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure he does do it, but... I need proof for that. He doesn't do many interviews, so I wonder if he sat down with like his PR manager, like, right, yeah. what what can we give them? What do you what do you yeah. do that's quite interesting? <laughs> and that was maybe like that was his maybe his running. Maybe through. he did it once or something. Maybe he did it once, and Mark Palmer is just you know, who knows? Maybe that was his kind of running through fields of wheat moment. Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> he, was, he was trying to find something interesting exactly. to talk yeah, about. Exactly, <laughs> and he, he kind of lost it. He's like, oh, no, I shouldn't. He's said like, that. I just I tie my tire on my bag sometimes. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, well, if if anyone does see him, yes. with that, like, if we, it'd be great to get a photo, a photo you know? of that, yeah, or just any great. sort of documentary proof that yeah, Johnny exactly. Gray does do that. Yeah. Um, or else we're not going to consider it truth. <laughs> um, two final little bits. So Carl Hogg is uh, leaving the under twenties after after the World Cup. Yes, you would expect yeah. so. Going to, yeah. uh, to go to be the forwards coach down at the Ospreys. To be fair, the, the under twenty team lost all their games in the Six Nations. 
I think they won one, didn't they? They won. Did they beat England? I can't remember. No, they did well again. They came from behind against somebody and did well. Maybe Wales. I well, can't anyway, remember. They. It's not a particularly strong under twenty group. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah. Um, and in their group at the under twenty World Cup, they have New Zealand and South Africa. All right. So, I imagine Carl Hogg's like. Maybe just lock down that job before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the twenty World Cup. I think it's good as well to like, you know, kind of spread out those younger coaches and hopefully yeah. like open up a spot for someone else who's Yeah. Potentially deserving. So coaching is still at like a high level. So that's yeah, a good good job for him. Fair play to him. And then finally Alex Toulis, Ben big Ben Toulis' brother, is coming back Mate. to the UK, joining London Scottish for next season. From Kurata Water Goosh. <laughs> Karata Water Goosh. Yeah, one of Japan's premier. Wait, how are you spelling Goosh? G U S H. Gosh? I think that's Gush, isn't it? Gush? Nobody nobody knows. Goosh makes it sound even worse, to be fair. Does Goosh sound better than Gush? A water Goosh rather than a water Gush? Oh, God. Goosh is awful. What a horrible. It's not a word, but how bad does that sound? (laughs) Doesn't sound good. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. But yes. So making the trip back. There you go. Good for him. He's going to come full circle. Yeah. He's late, a... late run for the World Cup squad. Wow, we'll get two to... Toulouse's in the row. Well, we'll get oh, on to it. Word. There is a lot of speculation. When Townsend was a... talking about the extra second row spot. Yeah, there's a space. <laughs> yeah. It's not actually for Richie Gray, it's for Alex Toulouse. That ja- that Scotland rugby j- rep in Japan is finally going to make his paycheck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you guys heard of Alex Toulouse. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know him. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I'd found you someone great. <laughs> Um, should we talk about the, we're a week late probably, but I'm sure people are dying to hear our take yes. on Gregor Townsend's 42-man right. squad for the Rugby World Cup. I was really, really disappointed that there wasn't a name that I'd never heard of before. No, we got to wait. There's two more spots available. Yes. Well, the two more spots, let's start on the two more spots. That yeah. is that, uh, definitely an it's interesting talking, talking point. point. Um, it seems that lot, lots of the narrative that's come out of it afterwards has been that these are sort of like closed season contests second row Richie Gray against Scott Cummings and then the other spot lots of people speculating it's Kyle Stain versus a another mm. possible southern hemisphere bolter yes well I think as well just on the on the second point I think that Townsend also I think name checked Lee Jones and Rory Hughes yes as potential I'm pretty sure he did somebody needs so to get like, him the game tape you of know, Glasgow Saracens I actually quickly can't, I for actually the Rory can't believe that Rory Hughes is even in the conversation. He's sorry, he's not good enough. He just isn't. Like, oh, man, he's, he's actually not... he's actually unbeaten for Scotland. Four out of four, I think it is. Rory Hughes, yeah, even what, against what? Australia, Georgia, Australia. Get him in. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Um, lo- you can't take the stats. Yeah, I would. I would love it if it was just a a random bolter. But I just, I actually don't think it's going to be. Well, obviously we chatted a while back about Will Joram, but I just think the fact he's top try scorer in Super Rugby and he's still 20, and he is being talked about as potentially being like the wider New Zealand squad, there's just no chance that he is going no, to why, can, why would he? Can you imagine if he turns down New Zealand to play for Scotland? He's like, the All Blacks are like, look, we want you. And he's like, look, I've already that would be signed like- on. Kind of like the end of the All Blacks, I think. Yeah, <laughs> people be like, just have to disband. You just can't compete commercially anymore. You just have to like, you guys are screwed. Ma- Mark Dodson's just currently in Christchurch with a briefcase, <laughs> and he's just like, he's just walking around with the like cash. Yeah, just, just like, pure <laughs> cash. The only other one was uh, that remember was chatted about last year was Sean Stevenson, 
yeah, having, yeah. having Scottish lineage. Mm. He, you know, would be more likely because he's a couple of years older. Yeah. I think he's very in that Maitland column of someone who's a good super rugby player, but is never going to be good enough to be a starter for the All Blacks. No, I, I agree. And I, you know, I think he he could come over and do a good job. I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't think he'd force like Hogg out of the team or even Maitland at the moment. But no. He'd be a pretty decent guy to have in a squad. Yeah. And cover like the whole back three. Because the thing is, the other one's Finley Christie. But yeah. there's just no need for him in, at the moment we, in the We Scotland don't need squad. him in scrum house yeah, right now. Exactly. No, not at all. I think ultimately it's probably going to be Carl Stain. Feels like the man who's yeah. on yeah. the most form and can cover a couple of positions. Well, then, if that's the case, then I don't really actually understand why he's left open this spot. Like That's true. Who's he, yeah, who's he competing against? What's the... Well, why don't you just name 40 people and be like, it's not the final squad. Like, Dal- we'll change Dawson's like, wait, give me a couple more days. <laughs> Dawson's not been seen <laughs> in yeah, Scotland I'm, for like yeah, a month. Exactly. <laughs> Wire 100k to my Westpac bank account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose other bigger uh, talking points, Rory Hutchison, probably the most talked about uncapped Scottish player in a long time after mm. his form for Northampton. Finally given a shot in a Scotland squad. You excited to see him in there? Yeah, I want to see him given a shot. Uh, I mean, he could sort of play like 12, 13, and even 10 at a push. I, th- I think he's probably being considered as a 13. Do you think it's more likely that Rory Hutchin starts ahead of Hugh Jones than Sam Johnson? On current form? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's... It'd be interesting to see whether Hugh Jones, and we'll come back to it later, but he's just not been playing many games. No. He's obviously been injured, but even in that, for the last um, last game of the season, you know, Kyle Stain was picked ahead of a fit Hugh Jones. Yeah. So. Uh, Jones is, does have that pedigree, doesn't he? Of like playing well in most of his test matches. Yeah. Yes. I don't see a world in where a fit Hugh Jones doesn't go no. to Japan. No. But then you put someone like Hutchison on the bench and you've got like an oh, exciting yeah. guy to come on who can cover a lot of positions and he can kick goals as well. Yes. He, he like offers a lot as you know a starter and just an overall like well a good World Cup squad player. Yes. I think I think he'll get, you know, he'll be he's someone who'll probably get a minimum of two games during the Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. And why I think when like there's actually there's not that many question marks over the senses at the moment in terms of like you know, 13 maybe, but you're pretty happy with who you've got. Yeah. The question mark is only, can you get Duncan Taylor fit enough to string together like three or four games? Yeah. Because <laughs> he still hasn't come back for Saracens yet. He's, I think this week they were saying he's back training full contact yeah, with Saracens. Like... Yes. The thing is, I don't think, he, even if he's back fit, he's probably not going to start for Saracens. No, probably not. Um, but yes, everyone's praying for that Dunky Taylor just like run of form. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting because I think Pete. I still think that Pion will definitely go just because he covers that. That he's that third. Yeah, ten. I, I I do think he will. I don't. Yeah. And I think you've that's been answered by the fact that Duncan Weir wasn't even. Mm. Yeah. is not even in this wider squad. He thinks he's got ten covered. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. So then you're already got sort of a position out, and you're right. I think Hugh Jones is definitely going. I think Sam Johnson's going to go. Mm-hmm. So it's potentially it's probably one more. It's probably Gregor Hutchison at the end of the day. Well, and then Chris Harris is considered a sort of thirteen slash winger. Yeah, Chris I suppose Harris. Chris, Harris, Chris can, Harris can't go. I, I don't, I don't understand. Tooney loves his it. constant selection. Personally, he just can cover 
it, it just means you, you get that extra maybe forward sub, which make can make a big difference. Yeah, but but then you, I just think that you look across that back line and like there's players who can cover loads of positions. Like Blair Kinghorn could play like back three and even ten at a push. Like this is our big push to get Kinghorn in the centres at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're coming. Kinghorn to. at twelve is the new Hoggy at ten. Yeah, exactly. We need him there. Yeah. <laughs> what about in the forwards? Were there any sort of I mean, Blade Thompson. Yeah, Blade Thompson's I don't know if it's controversial. exciting one. He's, it's very exciting. Obviously, I haven't seen him play since the night before that really... T- the Doddy Weir Cup at the Millennium Stadium when there was that yeah. strange Scarlet's-Edinburgh game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he got a really bad concussion mm-hmm. for six or seven months. So, I'm extremely interested in him. I don't know, but if you I look think, across yeah, that back right, row... That's the right word. It's just be interested to see him play and see what he can do. I think he's been talked up. I, I think he's got a lot of utility value once again. Yeah. That he take, can play in the second row. If you talk about row. taking, what, five yeah. back rows, Barkley, Watson, absolutely nailed on two. Mm. Um, I mean, Wilson will go. Bradbury. Wilson will definitely go. Yeah. Bradbury, you would say the shirts, one of the shirts is his off the back of that Calcutta Cup performance. And then you're, can you drop Jamie Ritchie? What's Jamie Ritchie done to not go on that tour? Not John Barkley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And even... Bradbury might not start in that back row. Yeah, and then that's you know, not even going to go. But that's not even bringing into the conversation Matt Fagerson, who's come into quite a nice bit of form towards the tail end of the season for Glasgow. Yeah, and especially you know, Matt Fagerson is probably going to start semi-final and final for sure. Yeah, you know, if he has a big game in those games, like you kind of feel yeah. like you got to take take that forward. And then you think about how do you factor in a Sam Skinner as well? He goes as well, your, you he goes him as as your a second five, row. Six. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He, he's he got that utility like, value. I think we're beginning to touch on it. Getting this 42 to 31 is going to be quite brutal in certain do you have positions. To take, do you have to take 31? 31 is there, is the there a limit? 31 is the max. Yeah, and then there'll be, there's tons gonna be of, some... there'll be tons of lads on holiday in, in uh, <laughs> Kyoto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just, just go wandering around Kyoto. Kyoto. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, that's there's going to gonna be some like a couple of quite big names, I think, falling yeah. by the wayside. Yeah, Prop- which maybe happens all the time. But props are pretty easy. Hookers are, are easy considering if George Turner overcomes. Yeah, I think Stewart his, will um, drop out. Grant Stewart drops out of that quite easily. Second rows will be. The thing is, though, is Grant Stewart has to be ready to go. Hundred percent, one of those hookers is. Going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh they, yeah, no, they're, no, made, they're made of glass. No chance all three of those hookers are getting through the World Cup. No, <laughs> there is a high chance that two of them could easily go down. I reckon you might go. You might go Fraser Brown to start against Ireland in the first games to bring that extra bit of abrasion, and he just like runs head first into somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, concussion out for the rest of the tour. Yeah, and here we go. Uh, like, yeah, so he's. I don't know, Grant Stewart, and then beyond that. Jake Dave Kerr's. Cherry, Jake Kerr. Jake Kerr. I suppose we've got okay lads that can wait fill in. Until they light the flames and Ross Ford fly <laughs> straight into Osaka. Yeah, light the beacon, light the beacons all the yeah. way from Japan to Kelso. Yeah, it's gonna be really extremely. And then difficult. obviously they've they have left the spot open for Richie Gray. Yes. which is another interesting one. Or Scott Cummings. Or yeah, sorry. And Scott Cummings, who's been on very good form for Glasgow. Tim Swinson's not games. in that either, and like he. I think Swinner's probably done at yeah. second level. But, I mean, he can play five yeah. or six as the... Would be so, his what Swinner's done is gotten smart and become the chairman of the Scottish Rugby Players Association. So he gets to go to Japan either way. <laughs> He's got his tickets sorted. Yeah, that is yeah. true. So he can, you know, he can have his boots. He'll take his boots while yeah, doing sure. official functioning. 
Yes. But then he becomes the easiest sub possible for the <laughs> that, second row. He's already in town. I think Yvazu nailed it, to be fair. Well done to, well done to Swinnow. I don't, I don't know how you get that down to 31. Uh, well, so what? You, you basically... I mean, who's, who's definitely not going to go in that group? I, I mean, you're not going to take four scrum halves, are you? No, no. Pergos is so going to... Pergos drops out, surely. Pergos drops out. Grant Stewart drops out. I think Gordy Reid drops out. I don't know. He quite likes Gordy Reid. The pack line beyond that, it's really hard to kick someone out of. Yeah. I mean, it feels like... Maybe we talk through systematically. So what... Say you, you, let's say we need to cut three to four backs out. Henry Pergus is a death. I think you can cut out Chris Harris relatively easily. Yeah. Okay. And then I think on the back... Nick Grigg? I think you, you, Nick Grigg goes... Either Nick Grigg or Rory Hutchinson, depending on how well Rory Hutchinson <sighs> Much plays. Much rather take Hutchinson than Grigg. And then I think in the I think in the back three, McGuigan's probably feels like McGuigan's drops out. Townsend's a big fan of McGuigan though. But I think because Blair Kinghorn can cover fourteen and 15, winger and fifteen. Yeah, so can Byron McGuigan. But then I think so can Darcy the, va- the value of McGuigan is lost because Kinghorn and Graham can both do that anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean it also depends on. I mean, Kingland's been out for ages. Like he, he's still injured. I yeah, mean, he's had it. He had surgery like a month ago. I don't know. If he like goes to that training squad and just doesn't look fit, then I wouldn't be surprised if Townsend just says, "No, I'm sticking with McGuigan." Interesting. Which I I would probably disagree with, but yeah, could see happening. Interesting. Tommy Seymour is like, I think I need to get back into form just to make <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. that I get in this squad. And then, like, last month, he's been like, I'm scoring tries again, guys, so this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, need to be rest. It'll be fine. It's like Hugh yeah. Jones. I reckon Hugh Jones will go Bahamas. Maybe he won't get picked for Glasgow. He'll go Bahamas for a month, then just come into camp, fully chilled, yeah. ready to go. I think Hugh Jones needs one more. He's, he's done Dubai and Bahamas. He's Mauritius just <laughs> yeah. to get, like... <laughs> he's one yeah. more holiday yeah, to yeah, get exactly. himself to fully charged. Yeah. He's just acclimatizing. Go. It's going to be, like, similar, you know, humidity in, in that's Japan. Actually, so. That's really... Maybe that's the thing we've missed. All of these holidays, yeah. he's found like the sort of the perfect um, climate that's the yeah. same as Japan. He's got a trainer. He's like, you have to go to these places, mate. <laughs> I didn't think about it that. How smart. Um, well, we will keep a very close eye on the uh, permutations of the Scotland squad as we move into the summer camp. They're off to Portugal yep. for a week, Portugal. I believe. And then I think the first game is against France. End of July? I'd have to check, but I think, I think you're right. I think it's... Um, is it France double bill against Georgia and then France again? Uh, no, it's. I think they're, they're blocked home and away, home and away. Interesting. I think that Greg Townsend said that he wanted to play a full, potentially play a full strength side against France at some point. Interesting. Mm. Well, I accidentally cancelled my direct debit to the SRU, so lost my um, season tickets. Did so, you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, mate. Like, I'd like to say it was a principled stance over price um, after we talked about it on the pod, but I, I just forgot. To, that's fair. I was tidying up my direct debits and I cancelled it and then missed the email. So. <laughs> Who tidies up the direct I know. <laughs> Nerd. What a weird thing to do. I'm, I'm you know, Dude. financially prudent. <laughs> a loser. Um, um, we didn't mention as well in the news that two Scots came away with silverware at the weekend. Yes. Shop- it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Maitland on Saturday and Greg Laidlaw on the Friday night. That is true. And Laidlaw came on pretty After quickly. like 25 minutes or something. Yeah. 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 Just sort of stood behind the big pack and gave yeah. it to like Fritz Lee and then just at the end of each one he's like yeah give me the ball and then just like knocks over the conversion yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and Maitland's try well it's a bit of a run in but he does he, he, he ran it in I thought he played pretty well in that system he's just like I know what I need to do and I can do it very well well it's kind it's of like playing like, for the Crusaders yeah, yeah. so good yeah so we done on, done on the Scotland squad yeah I think so Congrats, then. Well, let's... I think we just, when you compare it to the opening squad from four years ago, yes. it feels like it is of the average is higher. Well, yeah. I was saying that Barkley didn't get into the squad. I know. <laughs> squad yeah. I know. I think I think you're you're right. I think it. We have moved on in four years, but have we moved on as much as Wales or Ireland or? You know any other of our sort of well, that, yeah, competitors? That's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I think we can all. It's kind of the thing with Scotland. We can definitely say you've gotten better, but yeah, so is everybody else. Everybody else has done it, apart from France. Yeah. Apart from France, who well still managed um, to beat us. Didn't do you they? want to do your quiz now then after the squad selection? Yeah, yeah we probably should. Yeah, let's do the quiz and then we'll finish yeah. off previewing Glasgow Ulster, the only actual game of rugby that we're yeah. looking forward yeah. to. All right, well, so you're gonna do World Cup squads quiz specifically looking at 2019 the 40-man squad and then the final 2015 2011 and 2007 squads okay um this just sounds like it's going to be really hard too complicated for me (laughs) which non-scottish clubs and there's two they're equal first have given the most players to the scotland world cup squads Uh, or ever over the those la- over non Scottish clubs, yeah. And I'm, for example, if a player goes twice, yeah, I'm counting that as two. I was, sorry, non Scottish club, yeah. non Scottish club, two clubs on equal seven. Interesting, seven over the last four squads. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Hmm. I'm just going to write down two clubs and, you know. I've got one I'm pretty certain about and then the other. Hmm. Well, how about, Dave, what's one of your clubs? Uh, <laughs> um, Toulouse. I don't know why. <laughs> what? Like, Richie Gray. Richie Gray isn't even the squad, mate. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> So he you, has been uh, I, previously. Toulouse, Toulouse actually have zero players. <laughs> oh, well, that's good then. I had Newcastle. Newcastle is one. I wrote give down Newcastle seven. and then deleted it for some reason. No uh, give us a clue another one. Uh, England. Um, Gloucester. Boom. Oh, nice. One all. Nice. There you go. Just needed that little... I just needed to get myself... that Get Toulouse out of my mind and then I can concentrate. 
That is fair. A famous hotbed of Scottish rugby. So, hotbed of Richie Gray. <laughs> yeah. Over the last... So, not, n- none from Gloucester in the current World Cup squad. Yeah. No. But in the last three, there's been six players who have come. Okay. Do we need to name them? That it was my question. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Hanny, we'll start with you. Uh, Strokosh. Strokosh is correct. Um, so like 2011. I had him. Vince correct though. Um, Jim Hamilton. Jim Hamilton is correct. 2007. Uh, 2011, sorry. Al yeah. Dickinson. Oh, nice. Al Dickinson... Has played for Gloucester. Oh, was he not? But <sighs> not whilst the World Cup squad. I'm really gutted by that. Right, well, I think I have them all then. Uh, Greed Laidlaw? Greed Laidlaw is correct. I have just realised that I actually got the first question incorrect. Newcastle is wrong, just as an <laughs> FYI. <laughs> well, it's, it's already happened. It's Sail Sharks. It's, 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 <laughs> oh, it's to Sail? Yeah, yeah, Sail Sharks. Okay. So, so, so the hotbed of Richie Gray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. But we're going to let you keep the point. Okay, anyway. Okay. thank so, you, mate. I mean, I was so wrong, to be fair. <laughs> um, who did you say? You said Laidlaw, didn't you? I said Laidlaw. Yeah. Laidlaw is correct. Uh, Rory Lawson. Rory ah. Lawson is correct and went twice. Yep. Um... You've got another one. I mean, I had Matt Scott written down, but I don't think it's right. Matt Scott's not correct. Scott Lawson. Scott Lawson is yes. correct. Is that all of them then? Um, wait, you're missing one. So yeah, you said I thought Law, so. Scott Lawson, Jim Hamilton, Strawcosh, and Roy Lawson. Um, uh, position. Two thousand seven. Fullback. Patterson. Chris Patterson. Oh, of course, he went I thought down it was there that. For a wee bit, yeah. well, he was he was only there for a season. Yeah. Yes. No, two thousand seven he was playing he's playing at Gloucester when he got, when he got called up. He didn't play an awful lot for Gloucester in that season either, did he? Well I think he was he, in his he, Scotland he, pomp at that well, time. Well he talked about it on the Scotland rugby pod, saying that I think he came Did he come straight from the World Cup? Well he can no he couldn't have, but he basically said he didn't get a pre season at all. Yes. That was yeah. his issue. But so he says. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to name you clubs who have added one player to World Cup squads. And I want to tell you, tell me who that player is. Nice. Okay. Okay. Stade Francais. Hugo Sartois. What? No, we'll, we'll, we'll go through and come back. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought we were on the buzzer. Sorry about that. So. <laughs> Sorry about being so quick. Sta- Stade Francais. Okay. Uh, yep. Leicester Tigers. Cardiff Blues. Yeah. Montauban. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I don't I've I've, <laughs> I've just written letters for the last three. <laughs> <laughs> Toulon. And finally Ospreys. Okay. What was the second one again? It was um, Leicester Tigers. Leicester. So Stad say Leicester Tigers, Cardiff Blues, Montban, Toulon, and Ospreys. Okay. So to kick things off, Dave, Stad say Is it Hugo Southwell? It is not. Oh, I, I said Simon Taylor. 
Simon, Simon Taylor, Taylor is correct. 2007 yeah. was called up. That's a luxury answer. Well the done. Leicester Tigers? Um, that's tough. I've said Jim Hamilton, Dave? but I think it's wrong. I wrote pass. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Hamilton is correct. Oh, is it? Nice. Because he, he played at Leicester Tigers till 2008. And he yeah. Ah, very good. Dave. You'll get this one. This is an easy one. Cardiff Blues. I didn't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy because it's so weird. Yeah. Dan Parks. Dan oh, Parks. Oh, Christ, of course, Parksy. There is no chance that Dave's getting Montaban, but I feel like Hanny's got it. I think it's Scott Murray. Scott Murray is, is correct. Really great. Well done. I'm happy not to know that, actually. Yeah, it's not a good thing that I know that, to be honest. <laughs> Toulon? Rory Lamont? Annie? I go in for the same. Rory Lamont is correct. Nice. And then the final one, you going for a six out of six here, Ospreys. Did you get this, Dave? No. Uh, Nicky Walker. Nicky Walker. Walker. Now that I say it, I'm like, of course he played for them. Um, the Springbok killer. They're just such like, Scottish players playing abroad is so niche and yeah, random that but it used to quite be easy it used to, to be so strange well i yeah. think that that was the time when it was really yeah, yeah odd. It was really really odd and I, it must be when daniele at the same time daniele was at ulster yeah so daniele was, at was at scarlet's and northampton before and that. northampton before that yeah yeah sean so if you look at the yeah you look at the 2011 squad so as we were chatting before the pod so in this squad this time i think it's 29 percent of the players are outside of scotland four years ago it was 22 percent Actually, if you look at 2011 and 2007, it was around 50% of the squad. That was the final 30s, though. 50? The final yeah. 30. That was the final 30. So in 2011, you had like Dickinson, Ewan Murray, mm. Scott Lawson yeah. and Jim Hamilton at Gloucester, Hines at Claremont, Richie Vernon at Sale, Max Evans at Castra, Ansborough at London Irish. Like, How many players have Claremont given to World Cup squads? Claremont are given two. White and Hines. White hasn't come across when he was at when he was at. Who's the other one then? Laidlaw. Because he's in the current squad. Oh, I see. It includes the current squad. Yeah, Perpignan are given three. Cusseter, Hines, Strokosh. 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 Um, and then actually, Scarlets have given three, but not one of them is um, obviously Barkley. But I think I'm picking up. I might be picking up Sean. Sean Lamont. Twice, um, and Scott yeah. McLeod in two thousand. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Um, it's a random signing. Yeah. Oh, Blake. and Blade Thompson. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's quite inter- it, it's interesting. It's interesting that it's gone down because I think the narrative is a little bit like it's been going up. Maybe, but actually, when you look back at that oh seven in twenty eleven, you've got quite a bulk of especially, yeah, especially forwards. I think what has gone up is the bolts out of the blue. Christ, I didn't know you were Scottish. Um, well, appearances did, in squads. Yeah, I did yeah. have one unattached. Don't know who that is. John Hardy. John Hardy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't, didn't have a club. Didn't did have he? A club oh, yeah. When he got yeah. Interesting. Um, so yeah, who was Hugh Blake attached to? Hugh Blake. Well, he didn't get in the oh, final squad. Didn't, didn't didn't but he, d- he must. He got into the this level. Well, yeah, squad. he played against uh, Ireland so in this game, Italy, maybe. If we're including this squad, I don't know. Was he Bear Plenty? Yes. Would it be at the time? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Oh, Shug Blake. Shug <laughs> Blake. Who knows? To be fair, I follow him on Instagram, and he looks to be having a great life. Is he back yeah. in New Zealand? Yeah. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Well, good so for him. Good for him. Don't hold anything against that. him. That, that was good. That was actually a really like good that. quiz. I'm sorry I was so poor. Um, it's quite funny. To be expected. I could, <laughs> it was one of those things, you know, when you know something's wrong in your head and it's just swilling around in there. And I'm like, I can't. You're like, you're like, I'm never going to get like, it. I can't get past it. Yeah. I do like the fact that the only quiz of the year that you've won is the Ross Ford special. But it's what I was saying before you. I was like, if you give me one area that I can really hone in on, you can always yeah. guess things. Cause you're like, what is Ross Ford's win percentage? Like, yeah. I, can, <laughs> I can play the games on that. I'm not going to go back through the 2007 Montauban squad <laughs> in my mind that Matt's got on like his wall. You know, <laughs> as it Montemand Ultra, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> anyway, should we talk some Scottish rugby? Yeah, should we talk it. about the biggest game um, of the season, of the season so far? Well, Glasgow maybe. Ulster Friday night sold out, extended Scots Scotsland of ten thousand uh, people. Um, I suppose the only news. Let's kick it off with this: tinfoil hats on, ladies and gents. There is a four Irish referee panel refing this game on Friday night. What the I, hell? I mean, can you not someone look at that and just go, this looks really bad? <laughs> like, it's literally just like, why though? I, I, I mean, there, there is no conspiracy for like Irish refs to, you know, referee against Scottish teams or for them to get into the upper echelons of yeah. rugby refereeing so that Ireland can win games. But that is literally so stupid. We need AC12 on this. Bent, bent refs <laughs> yeah. AC12 coming in yeah, sorting exactly. this out who is H is there an H in there I don't know if there is Hansi no not quite <laughs> um, well we're starting out but the thing is it's I think Mike Adamson is in charge of the yeah, Lancaster game what the hell Nigel Owens doing yeah exactly where are all the Welsh refs just ship them up to Glasgow <laughs> what are they doing all the Welsh refs are refereeing the Scarlet Osprey match oh but why don't you just swap them round? Why not? Why don't you just swap them round? Right. Well on Pro 14, proper league. Oh, no. The TMO is called Ollie Hodges. He is H. He could be H. He could be H. He's oh, so my bad. word. Is this something from Line of Duty, but like seasons? Oh, yeah, you've only yeah, seen you're season, season three. Yeah. three. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I can no, tell you. I mean, it's, me not, blank, it's not really a spoiler. Face. Okay. Yeah. Could be a spoiler. <laughs> 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 um, right. Well, let's look at this. Glasgow have not played a game in a couple of weeks. They're going to be coming in ice cold, much like they did against Scarlets last week. Do you think they can go the go the mile, secure that Glasgow final? I think they're in a far better place than they were coming into the semi last year. Yeah, it seemed like they weren't on a good run of form. They'd really like tailed off after that incredible start. Um, I think you know they're at home, as you say, that like extended packed out crowd. Been playing well in the last few weeks. They've got that like that intensity that's maybe been missing for the middle part of the season. Uh, absolutely pumped Edinburgh. Like They should be the favourites. It's, yeah, it's, it's been weird because Glasgow were doing really well up until December and then lost back to back to back from Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Benetton. Yeah. yeah. And then haven't lost a Pro 14 game since then. Obviously Saracens being the one. Yeah, yeah. Aimer, but I don't know. It feels like from the... If it was like the game last year is obviously going to help because it's like from the way sort of Dave Rennie's talking, they're keeping them very focused on this. Game. Yeah, and obviously they, it sounds like they were trying to get a game for them to play. Yeah, but that never really came to yeah. fruition, or at least it's not been publicly. But the time has um, helped out a couple of people. Calm Gibbons looks like he's coming back. He took a head knock, and DTH Van der Murder might be back. Yeah, I think that was they the thought he was surprise. out for the season. Yeah, 
the thing is, I don't know if I'd actually really change that Glasgow team that much. No. You know, particularly against Edinburgh. Think, that was the... that uh, yeah. oh, Gibbons played in that I think match, didn't Yeah, he? that was when he got his head. Um, you would start Gibbons. Yeah, you probably would start Gibbons, to be fair. But, uh, TCH, like, I think that other guy's done pretty well. Yeah. Matt Wally's actually been on really good form, to be fair to him. Matt Wally was starting in the wing. I feel like you bring in DTH ahead of Matt Wally and just put, and put Nico on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. What, to close out the tight match? Well, I guess the thing with Nico is... Yeah. Well, I uh, yeah. He's either going to win it for you or... <laughs> savagely yeah. lose it exactly yeah um, it's interesting I, though I guess I feel bad for Thomas Gordon gets one cap gets MOM and I could generally see him being the sort of player that will like never play for Glasgow ever again well, I think he'll play for Glasgow again just never it's never gonna happen <laughs> I don't think he, might, he yeah. might not get a sniff for these two like, yeah. bigger yeah. matches yeah um, the, the only thing I'm worried about is that I feel like Ulster are on sort of an upward trajectory in terms of their season so i think they played really well against leinster in that champions cup quarter yes they lost um, like two points yeah yeah three and points. by all like if stockdale hadn't dropped the ball over the line like they could have could have yeah. beaten them um and i just kind of feel like they've got players like like rory best and stockdale who just have that like i think coming from ireland like that that experience of like winning like maybe bigger matches, so just putting in like those really, really big performances that could make the difference. That that's my only concern. I know, what you, I, I do know what you mean. I would, and I agree that actually their game against Leinster, they sh- they they could and potentially should have won that game. However, we did, Glasgow did play them the week after and pumped them, thirty to seven with not a particularly weakened squad. The Leinster team. The Ulster Com- team. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, that, yeah. But you're right. So, for example, Ulster are going to have probably Rory Best, Ian Henderson, Jordy Murphy, Marcel Kutsia, who are all very yeah. experienced and all very good. <laughs> yeah, they're just big game players. Yeah, and like they're going to be pretty savage at the breakdown. Yep. Um. So I think you said people like Matt Ferguson, Callum Gibbons. Yeah. It's a lot of them just to make because I think in the back line, I feel like we've got. We do have a stronger, yeah, stronger team. Yes, so. we've got better, better halfbacks. Yeah, uh, probably better centers, and then well, it's got Hog. Do you bring in Hugh Jones? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, has Hugh Jones ever had a particularly good game for Glasgow? He's had hints of a good game. Never in like a big match, though. Well, you he never look been back and be like, long. Hugh Jones has been the difference. He's never really had a run of games to kind of get no. form. No, and I don't think he... He didn't play in that Scarlet's game last year. It was Greg, I think. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure it was. It was. So, yeah. it's kind of guy with that, that quality that maybe you do put in and just hope that he does do that, like, you know, a bit of a game-changing play or... I know. I just wonder, you got McCluskey and, like, Stockdale coming off his wing and Darren Cave, you're just like... They're just going to run... They've not actually got a particularly wide range of skills. Mm. There's very hard and strong runners. Yeah. It's just like, Kyle Stain, you're pretty big, and can you just hold that line yeah, yeah. the whole time? Yeah. yeah. You know what? He's, he's been, it just would be harsh to drop him because he's not done anything to deserve to be dropped. <laughs> or send in Nick Grigg, tackle him around the ankles like he did for Scotland against he, Bastero. Is Grigg back? I, I don't actually know if he's fit. 
I also have no idea. I was <laughs> like, just throwing a name in the mix. Just, just throwing a name in the mix. Him and um, Nick Frisbee are like really good mates. They put up some quite funny stuff on Instagram. They call themselves the Knicks quite like uninspiringly, <laughs> but it's quite funny. <laughs> oh. Mate, bumper year for the Malcolm Group. Which just go, just goes to show what Harry exactly. Nick Frisbee does. Having Nick Frisbee in there. Wait, that's that's why fa- you... Walter, the Malcolm family, is worth £121 million. How much of that is down to Nick Frisbee? Well, exactly. A lot. I, heard, I heard they were just <laughs> scraping around on like 100 last year. Now they're up to 121. The productivity gains yeah. of having Nick Frisbee in <laughs> as a shift worker has really yeah. made a big difference. Wow. Yeah, I, it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to tell. If, if You know, it feels like so the bookies have it um, three to ten for Glasgow to win. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're essentially saying, oh, four times Glasgow should win three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about fair. Which I think is fair at home. I mean, there is just that additional motivation of playing the final in Glasgow. Yeah. Which, playing at Celtic Park for Glasgow in front of potentially 60,000 people is pretty mad. incredible. Yeah. Do you see they've been shipping... Somehow they've got Kenny Dalglish in. Yeah, I saw that. King Kenny was there. And then I saw that the offside line reported that story. You know they have a little comments bit. Yeah. They disabled the comments just for the Kenny Dalglish article. Oh, really? I was like... Yeah. What are people going to say? Like, how's that going to, like, drum up, (laughs) like, cybernats? I don't uh, don't really understand. I don't know. Yeah. What's King Kenny ever done? Exactly. I I, he's pretty popular, isn't he? Yeah, One of the lot of stuff for Celtic. I imagine there's a well, range of yes, fans Well, I suppose that. That's probably like, true, yeah. Did, did, is the same overlap, like, in rugby? Maybe. Probably. What, do you think, do you think your average, like, hardcore Rangers fan reads the offside line? I bet we're reading way too much into it, and they actually just forgot to turn on comments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think if we can avoid, you know, getting into discussions of sectarianism in sport in Scotland, we'll be doing well tonight. Kenny Douglas is a big name. He's a massive name. Yeah. To get out and actually that that's pretty good PR. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially in Glasgow to get yeah, people yeah. who might not normally be interested in it. Yeah. To kind of just be aware of that match. Yep. Completely agree. Um. Well, sadly, we're kind of hoping Glasgow, obviously hoping Glasgow get in, but kind of sad that none of us are all going to be able to make it. Yeah, I know. But also hoping that there's good Wi-Fi at this wedding we're going to. Man, we need a booster. We're going to have some take sort a little booster. booster thing. We'll take it along. Deepest, fine. darkest Norfolk. We're yeah. Gonna, there's going to be bad Wi-Fi down there, isn't there? <laughs> I mean, just don't, I don't think it's going to be bad Wi-Fi. There will be no Wi-Fi. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to have to think about I'm that. What's your prediction? relatively confident, actually, about this game. I think Ulster are a team that I think Glasgow, over the last few years, have actually had the upper hand against. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, that Leinster game was actually being behind in Leinster and coming back to win and not yeah. even giving them a bonus point. And they, they hadn't lost at the RDS for like a year? Yeah. Longer? I think it's a pretty massive statement. And then to mm. follow that up with what's essentially a pumping of Edinburgh. Of Edinburgh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, You're right. I just wish it was two weeks rather than three weeks. Yeah. The gap is just. That does seem like to just bad, soften up, bad scheduling. It? I understand yeah. there's conflicts and everything, but. But I do. So I, my worry is, how long is it going to take Glasgow to kind of get into the swing of things? Because one of the issues with the Scarlets game last year was literally it took them too long. After about twenty minutes, they were thirteen nil down. Yeah, and you just ended up chasing the game. Yeah, making mistakes. Um, and that's your fear that you just come out a bit off the boil, a bit soft, end up ten points down. Yeah, and also going to be really up for it. Yeah, and then Price and Hastings start chasing the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. 
But no, I'm confidently backing a plus 10 win for Glasgow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um... I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be really disappointed. It'd be one of those matches that if they lose, would be really disappointed because they have been playing well and they put themselves yeah. in such a good position to at least get to the final. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll win. I, I think it'll be close, though. I think by, I think they'll win by seven or eight, not too dissimilar. Yeah. Yes. What do you reckon? I think they will win. I'm feeling good about it. Although, it'd be really you know, nice if they win. It would be nice. I just think it feels like, you know, sometimes there's like narratives in sport. Uh, you know, a Glasgow final, it feels yeah. like it feels like a moment. I can just hear the, sort of the minds of newspaper columnists getting excited about writing about how Glasgow yeah. is now a rugby town and they can mm. be proud yeah. of it all and things like that. It's going to be very exciting. Tom English will, will write a belting article if um, Glasgow will, gets to, to a Glaswegian yeah. final. Yeah, he will. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to happen. Mm. It's going to happen. Well, for fingers boys. crossed. Absolutely. And uh, we will be back, win or lose, next weekend to uh, to talk about that. Um, Hopefully it won't be the last episode before the end of, sort of yes. the, the regular season. Yeah. Could be the last episode, could be the... We're still going to penul- do a sort of review of the year pod at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose that could be next week if Glasgow are out there. Well, that's the talk about. That's what exactly. I mean. Before we come back for the summer summer specials and then rolling into the... One pot a day during the World Cup, <laughs> reporting all the news every, from Japan. Every day. One pot a day? Yeah, the breakfast special all the way through. Oh, my word. For a whole month. Jesus Christ. Probably not, but, you know, yeah. we could do it. <laughs> There's enough demand. I reckon we do two a week during the World Cup. Two a week? Yeah. This yeah. is good. This has turned into a production meeting on air. Yeah, I know. Which <laughs> is good. Um, so with that, we will say goodbye. See ya. Cheers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.